0: 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad. Now, look, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't have a tide in this fight either. The NCAA football national championship game tonight. But I will say the quarterback for Georgia has one of the best football names ever. Well, really, with this name, you could see him being anything, a quarterback, an actor, anything cool, an astronaut. Yeah, you probably know this. The young man's name is Stetson Bennett. I mean, that's a fun one to say if there's ever been one. Quarterback Stetson Bennett. You have to have a job or a position in sports that's of some sort of importance or leadership or something like that. I mean, you wouldn't have an offensive lineman named Stetson Bennett. You're not the backup left fielder if you're Stetson Bennett. No, you're the quarterback or you're the pitcher or you're the cleanup hitter. Something like that. Stetson Bennett and Georgia against Alabama for all the Marlboros south of the border tonight. I know what Bob Stoffer's doing. He's the biggest Alabama fan I know. Now, the fact that I live in the northwestern part of Alberta or part of uh, Canada as opposed to the southeastern United States means he's really the only Alabama fan I know, though I'm sure there's many of you out there. So that game's going to kick off uh, coming up here in a little bit. NHL tonight, just one game underway. It is 2 2 Bruins and Capitals. After the first period, one of the score goal scorers, Brad Marchand, on the power play, who gets his 15th of the season. The Oilers, no practice today, no practice tomorrow. You heard Brendan Escott giving the news. They got a bunch of guys in COVID protocol, so uh, back at it on Wednesday. The next game is Saturday night, the one that was supposed to be tonight against the Ottawa Senators. 6.30 for the face-off show. The puck will drop at 8 here on 6.30, Chet. We hope, as it goes with a lot of scheduled events moving along right now. Ken Holland, the general manager, president of hockey operations for the Oilers, will speak tomorrow at 10 a.m. And to answer the question that may be going through your head. No. And no. No, I do not expect him to fire a coach or coaches. No, I do not expect him to announce a trade or trades. Will he do that at some point this season? We'll see. But I don't expect it to be tomorrow. I think this is sort of a state of the union, answer some questions, talk about why the team is doing poorly, what's he going to do about it, all that kind of stuff. So that is what I expect tomorrow from Ken Holland, though I'm sure there will be a lot of quotes of interest that we'll go over on Oilers now and on Inside Sports tomorrow. But that is the deal with Ken Holland speaking tomorrow at 10 a.m. So here's what I can tell you, and we were discussing this a little bit last week. The Oilers' goaltending has been struggling the five-on-five uh, five save percentage now for the season is 29th in the National Hockey League. And really, since this slump started back in the first week of December, it's been below 900. They, the goaltending actually had some pretty good numbers up until, uh, up until 13 games ago, during which the Oilers have gone 2-9-2. So I, I touched on it last week. And just to remind you of the context, if the Oilers had average five-on-five five goaltending, if they were middle of the pack, Save percentage of around 9.22, 9.23. They would have allowed 12 fewer goals this season. And I talked to a buddy I know who does analytics, and he says, well, he usually gives one win for every five and a half points or every five and a half goals, just the way it works out. So I think you can reasonably say if the Oilers had average five-on-five goaltending, they would probably have four, five, maybe six more points in the standings. So they're not leading the league, but they're more comfortably in a playoff position or, you know, more locked into a playoff position as opposed to scratching for the last playoff spot like they are now. So that leads to a lot of questions. Uh, What are they going to do? Again, with Miko Koskinen, we've known who he is for several years. He's, well, I think he's a decent backup. I know some of you don't think he should even be in the National Hockey League. I would argue with that. But we have seen the guy play well at times, but he's not a starter. Mike Smith, okay. Older unfortunately he did get injured, came back, got injured again, came back uh lost to the Toronto Maple Leafs last time we saw the weathers play uh four two was the final Smith led in three goals one of them was an empty netter and then you got Stuart Skinner, the young man on the farm who was drafted in the third round seventy eighth overall by the weathers in twenty seventeen He's played ten games for Edmonton this season his win loss record is quite mediocre he's 4 and 5 his save percentage though is 916 which is better than the other two guys in the minors he's having an excellent season with the Bakersfield Condors he's 60 and 2 has not been beaten in regulation time and his save percentage is 925 so obviously he's got a higher save percentage in the minors than in the NHL but again nothing to scoff at that he's pulled off a 916 while in the National Hockey League so what is going to happen with this young man and with the Oilers goaltending it is something that, if you believe Craig Button, whose audio I played on the show last week, the director of scouting for TSN, who used to be a GM in the league, to him it's not everything, but he said you can't evaluate anything else about the team until you take care of the goaltending and start getting some saves. And then you can look at, okay, is is the penalty kill a major concern? How concerned are we about the depth scoring? how concerned are we about defensemen three through six and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So that's, that's his view on it. You may have their varying views. That's fine. Uh, But that, that is one, one argument that if you got goaltending, you always got a chance. So first of all, Keith Gretzky, who's the assistant GM of the Oilers runs the Bakersfield Condors in the AHL. He was on with Bob Stauffer earlier today and had this general assessment of Stuart Skinner
1: he's been phenomenal he's he's uh put a lot of time in he's a player that spent a lot of time with with uh you know starting a couple of years ago in the bubble and he i think he realized how hard you have to work to be in the nhl and, and to stay in the nhl um his mindset has been outstanding where he's he's focused he's matured i think that really helps and with dustin and sly they've done a great job with them and you know what it's uh you know our team is better with him, of course, and, and he's he's earned everything he's got. He's worked hard, and and you know his record this year really you know shows what he's his commitment to you know the off ice and and being focused, and, and it comes to maturing, and you know he's headed the right way.
0: So he's headed the right way. Will he be headed to Edmonton this season? for a longer stay to be to perhaps be given more of the goaltending load along the way ultimately that's not Keith Gretzky's call but uh, Bob did ask him okay is he projecting to be a full time NHLer next season
1: you know, if you're projecting, yeah, I would, I would have to agree with you. But you know, it's it's hard to say those things. I, it, things happen differently. But if you're asking me, yeah, this is the right spot for him right now. For you know, he's been really good. He, uh, you know, he he makes big saves when he needs to. And and like last night, I think we had 20 shots against. But you know, sometimes he there were incidents where you know he really. Aired down and, and made a couple of big saves and, and kept it a, you know, two nothing game instead of a two one game and give them some life. So, you know, Stu's in the right spot. He's, he's worked hard and, you know, we, we take it, you know, he could be gone. It's like any player, they could be gone tomorrow and, and go up to Edmonton. But when he's here, he's focused and he's, and, and he's ready to play and he's done a good job. All
0: right. So I got to tell you something. I often get asked, Reed, what do you think is going to happen? And I've been trying to ask myself, why do people want to me to predict the future? Is it because I look like one of the precogs from Minority Report? I don't think I do. I don't have a shaved head, and I don't live in a big tank of whatever that was used to keep them alive. So I'm going to tell you, though, here's what I think is going to happen with the Oilers' goaltending. Now, again, this is no criticism of what you would do, because I'm sure many of you would do something different. This is not necessarily even what I would do. This is me reading the tea leaves and looking at the history of Ken Holland as a general manager and Dave Tippett as a coach and telling you what I think is going to happen. First of all, as we know, the Oilers don't play a lot of games here in the next week and a half. They play Saturday and then they play Thursday. That's if there are no postponements. I think Mike Smith is going to play both those games. I think they are going to continue to see how Mike Smith is, is he healthy? Is he able to stop the puck? Is he able to go on a heater? Is he able to be the goaltender uh, he was last season in the 56-game campaign when, you know, if you look at his stats, he was one of the top 10 goalies in the league in the regular season. I think that's what's going to happen there. And then I think if that is not perhaps panning out, then I think maybe they give Stuart Skinner some more games. I don't know if the Oilers are going to rush to make a trade here. And I know that's not what many of you want to hear because I know when it goes bad, you want everybody fired and you want everybody traded and, and change everything. But I don't think that's going to happen given the history of the general manager, the history of the goaltender with his head coach. Now, Is that necessarily the right thing to do? Well, look, like anything else, it runs a risk. And I think with with the position that we're talking about with the Oilers, which again is the most important one on the ice, we know that. If you've watched hockey for more than a week, you know that. That goaltending is the most important position on the ice, even if you have McDavid or Seidel or List, any star ever in the history of the National Hockey League. If they've won a championship at some point in their careers, most of them had solid goaltending when it happened, or the goalie was the star on the team, Patrick Waugh, Marty Brodeur, players like that. So the risk is Smith plays some games and doesn't play well, and they lose some more, and then by the time it comes together, it's mid-February, late February, maybe March, and you're looking – oh my goodness, we're four, six, eight points out of the playoffs, and as we know from past seasons, that is a lot to make up, even over 20 to 25 games once you get late into the campaign. that That is actually a lot to make up when you look at how those playoff chases have broken down in the past. So that's what I think is going to happen. That's how I think Stuart Skinner is going to be handled, and ideally, he would be the guy in the minors for a long time, but the concern here is... Uh, you know, Smith, Smith came back and then he got hurt again. And he has not looked. Has he looked far above average in any of his starts? I don't know if he has, but I think given his, uh, his status on the team and what he did last season, I think he's going to get the opportunity to, to, to do that. Now, again, I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen using my precognitive abilities from living in a, in a tank of some sort of life-sustaining liquid like those women in Minority Report. I'm always happy to hear from you. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by Teed professional-grade building materials. If you're Googling Minority Report, by the way, just don't do it while you're driving. Wait until you get home. Back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> got our first key play of the national title game just a minute 37 in georgia celebrating a defensive touchdown off what was originally ruled a fumble by alabama quarterback bryce young but they they did the video review and now young was kind of wrapped up on the play but they said his right arm was going forward enough to categorize it as an incomplete pass the touchdown comes off the board. Alabama keeps the ball just on their side of midfield. No score uh, again. Just past the uh, one thirty point of that first quarter. The Certainty Hotline is seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Sir Robert is on the line. Sir Robert, go ahead.
2: Hey, Reed, how you doing?
0: Quite well, my friend.
2: Well, I mean, well, I mean, I called you, I and mean, I, I called you last week, and I, I listed some names on that uh, goaltending uh, uh, list. Grace, Holby, Jones—I think were the ones I mentioned. Yes. But, uh, but uh, you know what? I think uh, ultimately at this point, I think I think the Oilers—they have to. You have to let the. I, I think you have to at least to, at least try and let Smith. Just try and let him find his footing, right? Because I mean, it's Smith has played all all of what five games, and he's been hurt most of the season. So, so I mean, so I mean like, so I mean you're gonna you're going to turn around and make a trade for a goalie now especially after after signing smith to a to your contract uh, in the off season to me that's not the uh, that's not the right move i don't know i'm not sure what you think about that i got another thought here but uh, yeah go ahead go ahead thought. get it in get it in buddy but yeah i guess uh but, you know and i think uh, i think you know what uh, i think You know, if we're, if we're going to you know like uh, honestly i think you know what i'm still i'm still not going to panic january 10th you know what you know you know always know if they, if things are still if things are still sour in about a month and frankly if they are I don't think tip it'll still be here but I mean, either way that's not the point depending on the uh, uh depending on how many games get played but I don't know just I think uh, I think we still got to give this team a chance to you know turn things around
0: all right thank you sir robert we'll talk to you down the road appreciate it 7804960063 we also have ron standing by hello ron hello
1: reed how you doing Quite well. So this is uh, you're commenting about the three items that uh, Jen Holland's going to most likely be mentioning. But really, the the hot topic is Evander Kane.
0: Now, yes, I was going to get to that too. Go ahead on that for sure.
1: Uh, on if if we took Yamamoto out and put Evander Kane in there. Uh, I mean, it's just a no-brainer. We we lose absolutely nothing. We don't trade away anything. We have a top ten player in the top six. Of the, and and listen, Yamamoto hasn't even taken a shot on net for those six seven games. And and I think it is absolutely. Um, I mean, it's only for like the rest of the season. I want to hear your thoughts.
0: Well, I'm going to talk more about that with Rob Brown later on. Um, I, I guess, you know, and, and I know when uh, when they play hockey, it's you, you kind of put all the baggage aside and not worry about it. Uh, I, I would just wonder at this point if there's too much baggage with Evander Kane. But I, I agree with you. I mean, he's still a very good hockey player. What did he have last year? He had 49 points in 56 games in the shortened season. I mean, he had 20 goals. He had a 22 goal season in uh, in two thirds of the year. I mean, he's got size. He's always been able to produce points. I I did see the uh, Oilers now Twitter account put out this poll that is still open. Would you like to see the Oilers take a flyer on a Vander Kane one year, one million dollar deal? 61 percent of people say yes. I, I think if they did do it, it would have to be just for the rest of the season and it would have to be really cheap. Um, but th- there is a lot of baggage there as well, which we'll discuss as we move along tonight. Marty Barron's coming up to talk a little bit about goaltending. Rob Brown later on as well. And uh, your thoughts, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three if you want to chime in. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you in a few minutes. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.